Hello folks, welcome to Revival Now. I'm your host John Saxbury here. Right here on Facebook Live and via podcast. By, powered by Anchor. There, we're a glo- there's a global market on there that's, that's huge right now. It, by, by way of podcast. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm heard all over everywhere. I guess you know you can hear me if you got iTunes. Um... Uh, soon to be Pandora, soon to be Amazon Network, which will be the Echo Dot, where you just call up, say Alexa, and you say Revival Now with John Saxbury, and it plays my sermon. Uh, you got, you got uh, Google. I'm on the Google Network now. I'm on the Apple Network. Soon to be Pandora, as I said. Um, iHeart. I'm kind of praying about. So, um, I'm, I'm available by a Breaker, Bot City, Radio Public, um, Breaker, Stitcher, uh, Eurocast. I'm in all the European nations, translated in all the different languages. I'm in Aussie. I'm down in AussieCast. I, I'm heard down in the Kiwi Islands. It's translated into Kiwi down at the Kiwi Islands. That's that. If you if you don't know where the Kiwi Islands is, that's that's south of New Zealand. Um, I'm heard all the way into the Philippines. And I just wanted to say a welcome to everyone around the world that's listening to me. Um, I just thank you for praying for me at the time. I, I had some bronchitis, which was causing some bleeding in the lungs. It was causing me to cough up blood. And it's and it, it, this has really been helping me. I've been taking this time off of here and to really get recuperated up and getting my body back up in the shape that it needs to be in. Because I was just I was basically just I was out of it for the past two weeks. And I just want to say I appreciate your patience. You're being uh, taking the time out to pray for me. I love you. Thank you so much. It means the world to me. Today I want to start on. I want to try to take and push. My, I'm gonna. I had a ser- I got a series going called Breakout. I'm taking that series and I'm putting it off to the side for a little bit till after the holidays are over with. I want to talk about heart changing giving. What kind of giving can you do that changes the heart of man? What kind of what kind because of, because God Himself gave the change the heart of all the change the heart of all humanity. All of eternity was changed. When he gave, when he gave his only begotten son, so that whoever shall call upon him shall be saved, shall not perish, but be saved. I mean, I want to go into this, I want to go into this right now, I want to turn, want you to turn with me to the book of First Kings, First Kings chapter 17, and I want you to start, I want to start out here in verse 7, I just want to talk about this. This is the what this part about it is is I want to talk about faith in the midst of a famine. Is this first part? It's faith in the midst of a famine. Write that down. This is one of my favorite, one of my favorite Old Testament stories here. It's about the Zarephath woman and Elijah. came to pass after a while the brook dried up because there had been no rain 
And the word of the Lord came to him saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman, and then there sustain me, who is there, there to sustain me, meaning keep you in the for places you can stay at. So they didn't have hotels back then. So he arose and went to Zarephath, and he came to the gate of the city. Behold, the widow woman was gathering up sticks, and he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. In verse 12, And she said, as, and she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but not but I have not a cake, but a handful of a meal, and a barrel, and a little oil, and a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks, so that I may go into the, and dress it for me and my son, so that we may eat it and die. I mean, she was basically... This was this was it. This was the end of the. This was it. The end, like I was telling you, it's the end of the. It's the end of the. This is the end of the road. You know. That song by Boys to Men. That song, but this. I, I ain't gonna get. I ain't gonna quote it. I'm gonna get in trouble. But anyway. And Elijah took, and Elijah said unto her, Fear not, and go do as thou hast said. But make me thereof a little cake first, and bring it unto me. After, make it for, for, thee, for thee and for thy son. Thus saith the Lord of God Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruse of oil fail not until the day of the Lord. Sendeth rain upon the earth. Basically, Elijah. Basically, God was setting her up. This is where it gets good. And go on to verse, verse fifteen. And she went and did according to the, to the saying of Elijah. And she, and she, <coughs> she and he, and her house did eat for many days. And the barrel of meal. Wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which spoke by Elijah. Basically, what, she, what, what Elijah was doing was uh, provoking her to give everything she had. When you're in a time of desperation, you always, 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 always give. When you're, in a, when you're down and out, when your chips are down, give. If it's not feed, it's seed. Basically, what she was doing was sowing a seed in Elijah's hand. I'm not here to preach about money. I'm not here to ask for financial contributions. I'm here to talk about getting out of a situation, out of hard situations. What to do when you're in a hard situation and can't get out of. People, day in and day out, go through hard situations every day. And in them hard situations is when you give, you have to give everything you got. You give it all. You lay it all down. It's about it's about what you're. It's not about what you're trying to gain by keeping on to it. It's about what you're willing to let out of your hands so you can open your hands for the blessings of God. 
I mean, in several times in my, in, in, but I was desperate. I knew, I knew that God would, was going to provide. So what did I do? I gave everything. There was one time in Bible college, I was having problems in my body. I was having problems getting a job. I couldn't find a job to save my life. I searched Tampa Bay high and uh, high and low. I was just like desperate. And I knew I needed I needed to do something. So one night we were having a revival night at, at RBI. Some people on my page is probably hearing this may probably remember this. I went and I gave everything I had. I gave it all away. I gave my shoes, gave my clothes, except for my pants that I was wearing that night. Gave the shirt off my back. Gave everything. I sewed it all. In, t- in return, the next day I got a call from my old boss from Mel's Hot Dogs. What did he say? What was he doing? Hey, John, I was going to say if you want to come back to work for me. Okay. You know? It was just like that. It was like it, was like it came back and it was perfect. I mean, and, it, and then finances started coming in. And I was able to do things. Get, was able to get back, get up and get motivated on my feet because I was just like beat down from it. So I had, I had to unload the gun sometimes. Sometimes you just got to take the ammunition out and give it all away and say, this is it, I'm done. This is in your hands, not mine. I'm not, I'm not dealing with this. Basically, this is what this woman did. She gave her last meal to, 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 to the prophet Elijah. And when she did that, it opened up God's door. It unlocked the door of heaven and God poured out a blessing. I mean, you, you, you've got to get a hold of this. This is not about about money, about money. It's about what we can what what we can what we're open to receive. It's about being open to what we can receive from heaven. Everything from heaven is nothing leaves this earth. Nothing comes down from heaven unless it leaves this earth. I mean, just like when like when God hears our prayers, something's got to leave the earth. So everything. Everything in existence is a, is a result of sowing and reaping. You take Ford automobile parts, you sow it into a factory, you, you reap an auto, you reap a Ford automobile. You take this space heater, you, you take the parts of that space heater, you sow it into that space heater factory, you reap a space heater. Go down to Anheuser Busch, you, you provide all the grain. You sow all the grain, you sow all the barley, the water, the yeast, the hops. What do you get? You get Budweiser beer. I mean, I know that's not a, a good description to use. I'm not here promoting alcohol, but it's just a, it's just an illustration. Everything is a result of sowing and reaping. Our lot, our very beings are a form of sowing and reaping. Our parents got together, they, you know, and then I ain't gonna get all into all that because that's gross, but. They sowed the seed, and we can't. We, we, we they, they reaped us. Everything in this life, we 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 we, we, we in existence is from sowing and reaping. I mean, let me see something here. Um, sowing and reaping, sowing and reaping. I'm 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 I'm, I'm processing something, you know. Take a concrete block, for instance. God, God, God sowed the material, sowed the rocks and the earth, the, the limestone with his garment, and they, they mixed different stuff with it. 
they what they do is they take the they take they take the rhinestone rock, they pulverize it down to a powder. They burn it. They burn it and they burn it. They put it in a burner and they burn it and they incinerate it till it's like an ash. And then they take gypsum, pulverized gypsum, and mix it in with that. And they ac they actually w get it all nice and wet. And what they do is they take acid, two different types of acid, and put it in there. And it actually brings it down and dries out. And as it's tumbling, it comes out dry. And as it dries out, it comes out of cement. Well, they take that cement. They take the rock. They take a rock and they take the sand and the sea, sea gravel. They put it down in there. It goes down into the plant. The batter hits the button, hits the computer. The computer weighs it all out in that weigh hopper. It's all weighed out equally, proportioned equally. It's sent down in there. It's it's sent into the mixer where it's mixed in with the cement, and it goes down into the conveyor and comes up the conveyor into the into the machine. Machine comes down and it presses out and it reaps out a reap out a concrete block. Some blessings have to be pressed. You have to press it. It has to be pressed down. It's where God has to press you to get the, the, to make the product. Pressure, pressure, good. Sometimes pressure is good for you. I love working under pressure. It's a thrill. It's a, it's a adrenaline rush. Just like that concrete block. It's like when what this got to do with giving, it gives a lot. It's talking about a lot. It's about how much pressure you can take to give out to create something, to, to, to produce a product for somebody, to give out, to give of ourselves. Sometimes God has to press things into us. You know, and he's talking about in here, go look, Luke 6.38. Go with me, Luke 6.38. I'm going somewhere with this. He's going somewhere with this. When you give, when you give, you give. You mean it doesn't mean you have to give finances. You could be giving something that's that's close to your heart. I heard a story from Pastor Rodney. This girl, this gal at Mar-a-Lago golf course, where this lady. Had a brooch pin. It was her husband was a PGA pro golfer. He'd won several World Cup championships at the Masters and so forth. Forgot the gal, the, the the lady's name and the husband's name. Well, anyways, there was a brooch that had all diamonds in it. It was like diamonds and rubies and emeralds and whatever you name it. It was just this beautiful brooch, and she gave it in and she donated it. Into the into the auction house that they were that they had the, the, the this auction, and she put it up there and they and it won for like two point five million dollars something astronomical like that. Anyway, the lady who bought it turns around and sews it back to the gap to the lady who who it was awarded to by from her from her husband winning the championship. That's a that's 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 that's. That's a that's that's one of the benefits of sowing and reaping. It's not about what we it's it's about what we can bless somebody with, because it they, they, before there was a price to it, and what that lady did and that act of kindness of just being in it back to her, took the price away from it and made it priceless. You can't put a price on something like that. This is priceless giving. It's giving in the giving in the midst of it. Faith in the midst of a famine. 
even if you're in your famine when there's nothing, everything's down to the nothing, and if you got the little bit you have, give it. If it's not seed, if it's not feed, it's seed. If it can't feed you and your family, then then you have to give it. I mean, this is not. It's not easy. It's not easy to have to, have to give everything away. Give things away like that. Give something away. That's your only meal. That's your only son. He's about to die. He's about ready to go in the next couple of days. Better call up the mortuary because things is not looking good. In the midst of that famine, that woman took everything she had. She took her own son. Was risking her own son's life. Placing her own son's life in the hands of God, Almighty God. And said, here, and told the man of God, here, here's our last meal, the last meal for me and my son, but I give it to you. I do it unto you. I do, I'm not doing it unto you, but I'm doing it unto the one who sent you. That's what we have to get that mentality. We have gotten into this bad mentality in the past quite a few decades that giving is wrong, that it's all about money, that it's all about the preachers are wanting money, and they're just wanting to just rip you off. This isn't about money. Put your money in your pocket. Go take it and go buy something for your kids. I don't want your money. That's the case. I don't need. I don't need it. I'm 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 well supplied. God's supplying my needs. I want you blessed. I want you. I want you prospering. I want God pouring Himself out in your life. This is what happens when you when you give when things are not when things are down. You don't you don't you you, you give when things are not giving giving. I'm gonna tell you something. When you're giving, when you're not in lack, it doesn't have faith attached to it. Anybody can just give any other way. Oh, just just take it. I don't need it. Or if somebody's saying, "Oh, here, this is a precious thing." Let's say this. This is something my father gave me, and I had nothing, and this is the only precious thing I had, and I knew that I was in, a, in dire straits, and I needed a breakthrough in my life, which would be great for if you, if you uh, Pastor Rolf Off, but God rest his soul, God, you, as a matter of fact, he's more alive than we are, he's probably laughing at me for saying that, but you need a breakthrough in your life, say this is it, and I take this. I say I had nothing else. I'm 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 about ready to lose my home. My electric's getting shut off. I don't have any groceries in the cabinet for my daughter and my wife to survive on. But here, Mr. So and so, here, take this as a gift from me. I need a breakthrough. In my, I'm believing God for a breakthrough in my life, and I just want to bless you with something here. This is something that means this is very valuable to me. Here, I want to I, I want to give I want to gift this. That puts God in a position to say, hey, okay. His hands were open. His heart is, not that his hands are open, his heart became open. Your heart becomes open. It opens your heart. It opens your, it opens your, your, your heart for God to pour something in you. And in turn, God takes and gives you everything you need. He brings in and supplies your, vet, your, your, your pantry full of food. He supplies your refrigerator full of food. Uh, he takes and he supplies your all your closets with clothing. Your rent's starting to get paid. Your bills are starting to get met, caught up. Your electric's coming back on. Things are coming to life. There has to be a death before there's ever a resurrection. 
when you're so when you're when you have when you're in the midst of your famine, you've got the only thing that you have to rely on is your faith, and the Holy Spirit will guide you. Giving without faith is just is dead is dead works. Giving in faith, saying, God, I don't care if I don't get anything back, but I just want to put everything in your hands. I want you to work this thing out for me. The Bible says he works all things together for our good. Amen. Luke 6.38, I want to read this to you. You're in the midst of your family, and you're, and you're, and you're, and you're desperate. You're in dire straits for everything in your life. These are the two scriptures, that, these are the two Bible verses I'm going to do throughout this whole tale. I feel this is appropriate for Christmas because Christmas is so, the Christmas season is so commercialized that it just, it just almost stripped it all of the meaning. We don't even call it Christmas anymore. We call it holidays. What? Who calls it? Who came up with that? What idiot comes up with that? Hey, I mean... I could go on, but I, 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 I'd probably have something to say to them, which is probably not intelligent talk. Luke 6.38. This is really good, folks. I just hope you're getting a hold of this. Luke 6.38. Give and it shall be given unto you. Pressing on, shaking together. With and running over, shall your shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that you you have given, with all it shall be measured to you again. And he spake in parables unto them. I mean, it just. And I'm, I'm going to hold it right there. Give and it shall be given unto you. Pressing down, shaking together, shall good men give unto you. It's just like that theory about the cup. This thing can hold 24 ounces, or it can hold probably 20, uh, uh, a whole well. It's just a matter of fact of how much you're willing to pour out of your life. It's our, our Christian walk is meant to be about giving. Men giving of ourselves. I mean, this is not just a meaning to just give something. I mean, you could also be doing something that for our for your community. Go down to the homeless shelter and feed them turkey, turkey dinner, serve, help serve plates, uh, walk around, pick up trash, sit and talk to the people and minister to them, pray for these people. Go and help the go to a nursing home that the people them people them poor people don't have nobody. Their family members just dumped them and left them. They need somebody to sit there and celebrate Thanksgiving. Take time out and, and sacrifice and just do something like that. And look and see how much God changes your life. A lot of times it's not about what you're getting materialistically, it's about what you're getting spiritually. It's not about what you're getting here on earth, it's about what you're getting in heaven. The Bible says, talks about treasures in heaven. There, where your heart is, there your treasure shall be. God said, my treasures are in heaven. My bank account does not determine my wealth. I said, let me say this again. My bank account does not determine my wealth. I'm a billionaire. I'm a quadrillionaire because my father owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He is the God, our provider. 
his God of more than enough. But in order to become more than enough, we have to give something. We have to give our whole entire life to him. It's about giving everything you have so he can be so he can be everything that he is and he could ever will be. Amen. I mean, this is this is something. This is earth shattering stuff that God has just been showing me lately about giving. I mean, they're, I don't understand why churches are so scared to do a giving message when they when when they get when they don't even when they don't even they they, they and they wonder why the offerings are small. They don't minister on giving messages anymore. It's a it's a five minute little speech of scripture, and then let's go pass trash to trash. Get it on back to the back room. It's not what that's about. We gotta quit. We gotta quit shying away and tucking our tail. It's time to stand proud, stand tall. As the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, and and give. Talk about giving. What's it gonna kill? What's it gonna kill? Some you afraid somebody's gonna die? I never heard of somebody dying from listening to an offering message. Rodney Howard Brown goes two hours sometimes on an offering message. He said that one time. He goes, he goes after he got done preaching, he get some guy stood up. No, it was Debbie Kyle Smith. It was Debbie Rich. Debbie Rester is actually her name is her name now. Some gay some guy stood up. And was like, I'll give you this hundred dollars if you stop this giving message. And she wanted, she just like, and Pastor Rodney shut the guy up, and Dave had the guy wanted to put put the guy up, but she was about to tell him, even if you had a billion a million dollars, it still wouldn't break you your poverty mentality. <laughs> it's the truth. It's it's. I mean, we impoverish ourselves with our mentality. Oh, we we don't we. I can't get what I, I, they get mad because of the giving message, and they wonder why their 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 needs aren't being met. Churches are wondering why their finances are in the hole because they don't want they're too scared to get, preach a giving message. We gotta quit being scared. We gotta, we gotta quit tucking your tail. I mean, you gotta have faith in the midst of a famine. Your church is in the midst of a famine. Preach on giving by all means. Teach the people that they have to, that in order, this is a principle. This is a Bible principle. There's more scripture on giving in the Bible than any other topic. There's more talk about giving throughout the whole Bible. God gave his son. Jesus gave his life. Jesus gave the Holy Spirit. The apostles, the apostles gave their lives so they all can hear the gospel, so that they can go into all the world and preach the gospel. There was a famine. There's a famine in the church. I hate to say this, but there's a famine in the church, and it needs to be broken. I mean, we we don't we don't preach on the important stuff. We preach on the stuff that makes people feel good. We want to do all this other stuff and kind of like forget sweep all this other stuff under the rug, and just don't want to talk about the move of the Holy Spirit. Let's just not talk about giving. Let's just not talk about. Um, Mobilizing the kingdom of heaven, the, the kingdom of God, and mobilizing the body of Christ to go out into all the world and preach the gospel. Let's just sweep all this underneath the rug, and let's just 
because we don't want to offend nobody. I mean, I've never once seen anybody die from listening to a giving message. Or I've never once seen anybody die from just from getting offended. Well, how did he die? Well, so and so he just got offended, and he he went on to be with the Lord. Yeah, they hurt his feelings. They talked about giving. He didn't. He didn't believe in that because he just wanted to live in his tyrant life. He wanted to live in sickness and depression. I mean, it's never been heard of. So what? Why? 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 Why even make it? You know, offense about it. The problem is the church forgot how to grow up. The people in it was they made an entertainment. Well, part of the problem is they made an entertainment thing out of out of church. But I don't want to go on a rabbit trail. But the principle is we need to get back to free, uh, free giving. We need to start sowing in the midst of the famine, having faith in the midst of the famine. We need to start sowing out everything we have. We need to sow our prayers. We need to sow our lives. We need to sow our dedication. We've got to get back to the basics of what the church was founded on. This giving message is just as important as the main the main sermon message. It's not that it's not for for money. I'm like I said, I'm not here to preach for money. I'm here to preach to help get set free from a mindset. That mindset of I I don't have enough, so I can't give. I don't have enough. I, it, it just it's just not looking good on my bank account. It's not it, that that bank account it doesn't mean a pill of beans. Our bank account's in heaven. We've got to be able to activate the bank account in heaven by by giving down here on earth. We've got to sow on earth to release that bank account, to release the funds in that bank account in heaven. What we what we release out of our hands here on earth determines the measure that's going to be returned to us. Pressing down, shaking together, and it was running over. Shall men give unto your bosom? To give until you get it, you gotta first get a gift. Whatever it is, you give. You give your give of yourself. Give of everything. Give everything you give up. Every give. I mean, even fasting works in that matter. Given it shall be given unto you. Good measure, meaning it's gonna have a good deeper measure. Pressing down, shaking together, where it's packed down and it's gonna keep growing and growing and growing and growing. And that measure keeps spilling over and it's spilling over and it's spilling over and it's spilling over and it's spilling over, and it's spilling over to the point you can't contain it. It just, it just, you keep pouring it out. You keep pouring it out and giving it out. And the more you give out, the more it grows. The more you give out, the more it grows. The more you give out, the more it grows. Amen. I mean, I'm, I'm not here to try to feed anybody. I'm, I, want, I want somebody, I want you to win. We've got to be the church that wins. Revelation 22 says we win. We've got to be a victorious church. I want to see the church of the Lord Jesus Christ succeed, thrive, and, to, and, and go beyond what they, what they expected, what you expected. This is about winning. 
I want you to win. Sometimes you got to have a good drill instructor, instructor to win, to win that battle. It's like when they, like in the Marine Corps, they get up in your face and they scream at you. They call you every dirty name in the book. They yell and scream. They break you down to build your strength up so you don't get, you're not in fear. You don't go out in that combat zone and get killed. Too many Christians out in the combat zone getting killed because they want to be milk toast, melancholy, and be mediocre. When they when we're called to be victorious, we're called to be soldiers. We're supposed to be, we're called to be warriors. To become that warrior, we've got to be able to give. We've got to give everything we have. Jesus, God gave His only Son. So those those who not perish would have eternal life. I want to ask you this right now: If you're living in living in in a place where you don't know God, you were once on fire for God, or or things happened that, that shook your world and and things that, that, that made your life fall apart, and you're without Jesus Christ, I want you to give. I want you today's the day you give your life to the, back to the Lord, or you you've never known Him at all. But today's the day that you give your life to the Lord, that you give everything you have and put it on that altar for Him to raise it up so He can unlock. And, and pour into your heart the blessings of God. Amen. Just say this prayer with me. Dear Father God, I come to you in the name of your Son Jesus to, get, to, to be born again, to be forgiven of my sins, to be washed in your blood. I thank you, Father God, that you have said in your word that if I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth that you raised Jesus from the dead, I shall be saved. Holy Spirit, fill me, touch me, baptize me. Let me never be the same. Transform my life. Let me be. Let me be the one that gives out gives a blessing. Let me be a blessing to others. Father God, I turn turn my back on the world. Take out the stone heart from the heart of flesh. I thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. As I said, Amen. Well. It's great to be with you again. I'm going to be on tomorrow. Tomorrow, it's going to be an epic message. Um, you don't want to miss it. Um, it's going to go on to Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, we're not going to broadcast. Friday, I'm not going to bro- Friday, I will broadcast. Friday, I'll be online. Friday, I'll broadcast. Saturday, no broadcast. And Sunday at 7. Okay. I love you. See you tomorrow. God bless you. I love you. This has been a production of Saxbury International Revival Ministries. For more information on our ministry, email me at revivalistjfs3 at gmail.com or call 636-368-6490. God bless you and have a great day.